Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and there's so much happening around our country, crimes happening in your own backyard. Listen to the story of Bob Brayton. Now, Bob was at home when an intruder physically forced his way inside. Now, luckily, Bob was able to grab his burner, and he used it to backpedal the man right outside and off of his property. Now, it's legal in all 50 states. No background checks required. They ship it right to your door. Go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. And if you do that now, you get an exclusive 10% discount. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. The Biden administration had two years to prepare for this and did not do so. And our state is going to bear the brunt. Many of the wire payments occurred while Joe Biden was vice president and leading the United States efforts in these countries. Groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and and Joan Shingang, Shanga Koawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america coming up next our final news roundup and information overload hour all right news roundup and information overload hour toll free it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program you know isn't it great when you you hear from the president and the head of the dhs uh the border is secure the border is secure the border is secure the border the border has not been secure we have close to six and a half million people between Godaways and, and the people we know about already having entered this country illegally since Joe Biden became president. Uh, it'll be seven and a half million by by the end of the year. Now, uh, we already know Title 42 is over because the Border Patrol chief has now authorized the release of illegal immigrants into the U.S. without any court date 
as of now. Now, it's supposed to end, you know, in what, seven hours or so, um, but it's not. And, you know, but they're acting as though Title 42 is over. You have 15 GOP senators, uh, you know, pressing Mayorkas to finish the Trump wall. A lot of good that's going to do. This guy keeps he's been saying the entire time, along with Joe Biden, that the that the border is secure. It's never been secure. It's never been more wide open than under Joe Biden and all the associated crime that goes along with it. The human trafficking, the fentanyl trafficking, the opioid trafficking, the meth trafficking, the cocaine trafficking. You know, the, the treacherous journey taken by so many and then the cartels involved in, in even raping young children for crying out loud, which we have chronicled because we sent Sarah Carter down to the border on the road. And and she's told us these stories, one horror after another. And it's just awful. You know, uh, and Joe Biden's answer this week, I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be chaotic for a little while this week and, and beyond. Title 42. Uh, is the United States ready for the surge of people that's going to come across the border starting later this week? I spent uh, about that close to an hour with uh, with the Mexican president today. Uh, we're doing all we can. Uh, the answer is uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, we've gotten overwhelming cooperation from Mexico. Uh, we also are in the process of setting up resi- uh uh, offices in Colombia and other places where you can, where someone seeking asylum can go first. So, but it remains to be seen. It's going to be chaotic for a while. That's a great answer from your president. Now, the border was fully under control under Donald Trump. Uh, you might remember Joe Biden early in his presidency saying to immigrants, if you're fleeing oppression, come here. I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. And then you got to love the fact that Governor Abbott and, and Ron DeSantis, they've been sending illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities and states and liberal enclaves. Uh, what are they doing in New York City? Uh, they're rounding up the illegal immigrants and trying to send them to other parts of New York, like Rockland County, uh, which just got an injunction to stop it. Uh, we know when the illegal immigrants showed up in beautiful Martha's Vineyard, the liberal enclave that that is, uh, that what happened? They weren't even on the island for 24 hours. They got them the hell out of there. And what's happening in Chicago? What happened in Chicago? Lori Lightweight, what did she do? In come the illegal immigrants sent from states that uh, said, OK, well, you, you want sanctuary cities and, and sanctuary states. Um, guess what? We're not going to take it. And here's a report. Chicago residents upset when 250 migrants are coming into their neighborhood because Lori Lightweight sent them out of Chicago. Didn't want them in their, her city. South Shore residents responded with resounding rejection. Incoming migrants have overwhelmed district police stations by the hundreds. It's my turn. It's my turn. Hello. But city leaders could barely eke out a word of the details about a proposed respite center at the former South Shore High School. 
When it comes to the total number of people at South Shore at any given point in time, it is fluid. We'd start with 250, 500. How could you do that without consulting us? I am concerned with safety in the area. Joining us now, we have our very own Sarah Carter, investigative reporter, Fox News contributor, who is with us. Also, Congressman Carlos Jimenez is with us from the great state of Florida uh, to talk about what's going on down there. Uh, Sarah, you've been covering the border for us now for a couple of years. Uh, is there anything Biden and Mayorkas uh, is saying that is accurate? No, there's nothing that they're saying that is accurate. It's actually shameful. It's, it's like they're telling us, don't believe your lying eyes, right? And I'm down here at the border. I'm in Brownsville. Obviously, uh, you know, we've been covering this for years, Sean. I've been covering this border for nearly 20 years. And I've never seen it this bad or this dangerous. And right now, what we're seeing, even on the street in Brownsville, and yesterday I was walking around, talking to folks, a lot of them have just been abandoned on the streets. They're coming in. Um, One of the interesting factors is that the government, the DHS, uh, it's a huge problem for Governor Greg Abbott. He's trying to close it off, trying to move people, thousands of people towards the ports of entry. but, But he has his own federal government working against him. Exactly, exactly. And that's where I was going to get to. So the federal government doesn't want us to see what is actually happening and what they're doing. And according to people that I've been speaking with and reports coming from across the border, that includes Center for Immigration Studies, who has a a reporter on the other side. The government, the Biden administration, that is the Department of Homeland Security, has actually been coordinating meeting with Mexican immigration officials to move people across the border to let them know where our law enforcement officials are and move them into areas where they're not. So they're just streaming across the border. People are being released into the streets. I spoke to Venezuelans who told me, look, I don't even know what to do. They brought us in and then they released me and now I'm walking around. They're walking around Brownsville trying to find food, trying to figure out where they're going to sleep, trying to figure out where they're going to go. And of course, a lot of them have relatives that have come in previously and those relatives are telling more people to come in. So we have an overflow of people and a a total disaster on our border and a national security crisis for the American citizens that are frankly going to be left footing the bill for this, for this disaster. And I pray to God, I pray to God, not not dealing with what could be a potential attack in our nation because our borders are wide open and are they're doing no vetting just like in the middle of the pandemic they they had these overcrowded cages with with tons of kids in them in the in the middle of covid uh they wouldn't let cameras in they wouldn't let you in but ted cruz was able to get us some video thankfully uh congressman jimenez thank you for being with us now by the way you have the distinction of being the only legal immigrant that's on the homeland security committee having fled communist cuba as a child um you have a unique perspective look i I'll, let me say, state up front if i'm in a country and i don't have hope or opportunity or a chance to better my family's uh, future uh, i'd probably want to come to the u.s too but the problem is the U.S. is allowing all of these people in without any vetting at all whatsoever. I think there should be health checks. Uh, I think there should be background checks. And I think you have to be able to show that you're not going to be a financial burden on the American people with $31 trillion in debt that we have. Well, I think also that the law says it's pretty clear. I mean, you have to have a valid claim for asylum, that you're fleeing you know, per- uh, persecution and your life could be in danger when you go back. It's not about economics. It's about political persecution uh, and other types of persecution. But so, 
So 90% of the folks during the Trump era were, that uh, were asking for uh, asylum were denied, uh, and only about 10% were, were approved. And so, yeah, you know, those hundreds of thousands of uh, migrants that are coming through, some of them have valid asylum claims, but the vast majority do not. And the Biden administration has opened up the door to those that are seeking that have valid uh, asylum claims, but also the ones that don't have valid asylum claims. Look, I came here as an immigrant, as a legal immigrant. Uh, I believe in legal legal immigration. I do not believe in illegal immigration. I believe the vast majority of Americans feel the same way, including immigrants that came here legally. We do not, you know, support illegal immigration. And what the Biden administration has done from day one, from day one, has opened the doors. This is all on purpose. This is what their plan is. They want this kind of chaos. They want this mass migration into the United States. Why? Well, you know, I I can only guess, but that's been their plan from the get-go. And again, don't believe a word uh, that comes out of the president's mouth. Don't believe a word that comes out of the secretary's mouth. Watch what they're doing. And what they're doing usually is completely opposite of what they're saying they're doing. Um, Anyway, I uh, can tell you that it is what it is. Why, is, why, if I went down to the border, Congressman, you're a lawmaker, why, if I were picked up people at the border and I uh, brought them to another state, why would I be arrested for human trafficking? And how do you let in people when you do no background check at all? You know, we know that they caught last year over 170 people on the terrorist watch list. Uh, God only knows how many people on that list got were gotaways and, and actually got into the country. That would mean that terror cells now exist in America probably plotting, planning, and scheming some nefarious activity to hurt the American people. Um, so I'm trying to understand, and maybe you can help me understand, uh, why they won't do this in an orderly way and follow the laws of the land. If Joe Biden doesn't like the law, he has to change the law. We have a process for that. It's a constitutional process, and he seems to be, you know, thumbing his uh, He seems to just ignore the Constitution and the laws of this land. He absolutely does, and he has from the, from the get-go. Look, the law is very clear. When you are seeking asylum in the United States, you are to be either uh, held, uh, detained, uh, either in a facility in the United States or in a third in a third country. That's the law. That's the law today. It's been the law since President Biden, you know, took over. It's been the law since President Trump was there. It's been the law for a long time. They completely ignore the law. This president does what he wants, how he wants. Uh, and when he wants. And if you want me to explain why he does it, I have the faintest idea why he does it. He does it in complete uh, contradiction and in violation, I believe, of the Constitution. Now he's threatening uh, to use the 14th Amendment uh, if we, he doesn't get his way on on uh, the debt ceiling. And so, you know, he, this president, what he does, I, you know, everything runs counter to, to logic, uh, Sean. Everything runs counter to logic, unless you view it through a different lens. And the lens is, is this president, in fact, compromised? And now it seems to be more and more evidence that maybe this president is compromised. And then when you view it through that lens, Sean, then a lot of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. You don't view it through that, sen- through that lens, none of it makes sense. Because all of it hurts America. Every single action this president has taken has hurt America. Sarah, you have been there. You've been in the, in the heart of all of this. Tell people how bad it is down there. It's hard to even describe into words, but I'll try. I mean, imagine seeing hundreds of people across a river, a river that actually has a very fast current underneath. And we have our National Guard on the other side, 
now we also have the National Guard Quick Reaction Force, which is assisting Texas Department of Public Safety, meaning they, they're going to be able to handle or hopefully handle the criminal element. Um, so you're looking across the river, and you see all these people with children on their backs, uh, elderly in their arms, uh, bags hanging over them, and they are being directed by a smuggler to come across the border, or sometimes directed by Mexican immigration. And they're challenging the river to, a lot of them lose their lives. These are people that have already been through, you can't even imagine, through the jungles of the Darien Gap in Panama that have been pushed along by these human trafficking organizations. Children that are unaccompanied, they're going to be lost in our system or sold into sexual slavery or put into what they call modern-day slavery in factories. We saw that big story, that expose in the New York Times, and that's something that I talked to you about. Many more who have been killed along this journey that we'll never know about. Or young girls being raped, which you chronicled numerous times on the show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or organs being harvested. That's just the visual of what you're seeing and what you're hearing. But, Sean, you come into the cities in Brownsville now. You go into cities all across along the border, uh, the U.S.-Mexico border, and they're estimating that maybe 65,000 people on Wednesday alone we're, we're, we're overflowing the shelters just because they're trying to get here by and coming after 11.59 p.m. tonight. And what you come away with thinking is that our president is the, is the jefe. He's the boss of human trafficking because he is actually supporting, aiding and abetting, as you have said, the cartels across the border, the most vicious, most vile human beings on the planet today, human traffickers and drug cartels. And then even more than that, our children are dying. They are moving in thousands, millions of counterfeit pills into the United States and fentanyl that are killing our citizens, that are killing our children. And then the question becomes, who is going to pay the price for all of this? Only the American people and the innocent people that are being trafficked. But the biggest trafficker of them all is the Biden administration. There is no doubt they are allowing this to happen. And at the same time, putting billions of dollars into the pockets of some of the most vicious people on planet Earth and emboldening them to do more. So we are in really at an apex of probably one of the worst situations in our nation's history. And we're going to pay the price for that. And mm-hmm. I don't know how lawmakers are going to handle this, but what we're seeing right now is just the tip of the iceberg, Sean. It is going to be far worse starting tomorrow, and I've been hearing from sources. Well, the, we already know that the border chief already authorized the release. It's already started. It's done. It's, it's done, yeah. Uh, they didn't even wait for it to expire fully. Um, anyway, Sarah, thank you. Congressman Jimenez, thank you as well. We appreciate you both being with us. Uh, quick break, right back, we'll continue. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, this is Phil Robertson. Many claim to have answers for a better life. Politicians say they can fix our nation. Hello, 2024 elections. Our world is increasingly divided, and we've got the fear and anxiety to prove it. Jesus alone can make good on the promise of peace, freedom, and life eternal. Learn more in my new book, I Could Be Wrong, But I Doubt It. Visit I Could Be Wrong, But I Doubt It dot com. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up when you use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean. All right, let's get to our busy phones. I still can't get over how darn entertaining the fake news CNN debate was or town hall was with Donald Trump. And it's a fundamental mistake that a lot of the media mob does. I call it the the, the blue check mark media mob um, journalistic cult. You know, they, they, they talk to each other. They live in a bubble. And it, th- this was Caitlin Collins trying to impress her liberal so-called colleagues uh, that she's going to take on Donald Trump, uh, you know, come high hell or high water, no matter what. And Trump was Trump and the crowd was with Trump. You know, they said, well, why did he talk so much about the past? That's all she wanted to talk about and argue about as if she was the other candidate. Um, now they did get decent ratings. They got a, I think they got a 3.3 million for them. That's like a record now because they don't get any ratings at all. Usually they get like a 0.5 or a 0.6 at, at nine o'clock. Um, I do hold the record still in terms of a Trump town hall. Hannity does the TV show at well over 5 million. Um, so we almost had twice what they had. Uh, but it, you know, it was entertaining. What did they expect? If you're going to ask Trump and you're going to go back and make it about the past, it's going to be about the past. Now, to me, elections need to be about the future. Elections need to be about, okay, how do you see, what problems do you see that need addressing now? How are you going to resolve those problems? And what worked in the past in terms of your presidency and what didn't work? Some of those questions are very valid. If you have regrets on this or that, that's that's a fair question. Um, but definitely, you know, it's the entire CNN, um, what do you say, metasphere, if you will, is just completely melting down. We had him on and he told a lie. He told a lie and I can't believe it. And we let that happen in our airwaves. Uh, okay, they all lied about the Russia hoax. 
And I don't see them all bent out of shape or apologizing and making corrections for all the wrong things they've said. Anyway, let's, let's play a little montage. They're living in Central Park in New York City. The city is being swamped. Los Angeles is being swamped. Iowa is being swamped. Our whole country is being destroyed. Millions of people are coming into our country. And you know what the number is going to be, in my opinion, by the end of the year? Not the 4 million that you hear in the 3 million. I think it's going to be 15 million people. And in these people, they have no idea where they come from. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when you were in the Oval Office. President. So why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. He just he's just honest about what the hypocrisy is. He's saying what everybody else is exactly. Thinking. That's what he's doing. That's why they hate him because he's not pretending to be anything but a Trump. I, I mean, Trump they did Trump. not mean this to turn out the way it did, but it became one of the most entertaining. I disagree. They wanted it to be exactly what it was. No, I'm telling you, it, they lost control. The audience was on Trump's side, and uh, they never had control, and they freaking knew it. They wanted the ratings. Uh, well, they they did. Now let's see what happens going forward it's going to be interesting because i have a town hall coming up with trump too um which will be a lot better this is going to be way better yeah but it's because i know how to interview him i've asked him every question that you can ask about january 6th i've asked him every single question about every investigation you know what is the what what do people do think? you remember i'm sorry but i have to i don't know why i'm having this brain uh digression do you remember when he was at one of his many town halls because he's able to keep, you know, a cognitive thought longer than, you know, Biden for more than three seconds. And he was like, you know what? Just call Sean. Call him. Call, call Sean. No, Just that was in Sean the middle Hannity. of a debate. Now, if it you ask his, John Hannity, nobody oh wants to ask God, Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Quintessential I, Trump. Here's where I was. I was in the middle of what we call the spin room. Dude, where the I know. I was texting right you. in the middle. And then all of a sudden, all eyes are on me. It was hilarious. And he said it like Classic. eight times. It was Classic. funny. Uh, but they just don't get it. The media mob reaction, the meltdown afterwards was, you know, predictable and priceless. Uh, and it was a propaganda spewing lies repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over. And an audience, an American audience lapping it up. This isn't Putin's Russia. This is Trump's slice of America. And what I saw last night, at least, was as chilling as anything I've seen on television stop, since January the 6th. Stop right there. There is a contempt and a hatred for somebody that dares to disagree with liberal Joe and that actually likes the Trump policies and, frankly, the personality warts and all. I mean, the fact that he's brutally honest and a lot of people can't handle that part of it. And that's why they've been trying to take this man down from the minute that he came down the escalator. Play the rest. I'm not going to ask you to fact check everything he said that was false, because we only have uh, a couple more hours. Start this off with, I was wrong. She said they shouldn't show him, and I said they should, because I'm a very big defender of the First Amendment, and I believe that everybody should show who they really are, and let's vote accordingly. But what I didn't know was that the audience would be filled with his cult. <laughs> I would like to know if CNN was passing out Kool-Aid before the event started. I don't think that she was um, prepared. Um, I don't think he should have been given a platform. I know. 
I was wondering when he was going to be fact-checked in real time. She did on the very first question. Uh, Well, I think she needed a producer in her ear, and I think we needed a Chiron. This is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. He's going to be the nominee. This is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. It is a disaster of the highest degree. He declared war on the truth, uh, and I'm not sure that he didn't win. Uh, I think he won. Now, there is one thing that I, if I was to offer advice to President Trump, that was a good town hall for his base. The question is, there's there's only a small number of people that ultimately decide a presidential election, and those are people in the middle. Those are people that could be swayed one way or the other. Now, I think conditions in terms of the economy and foreign policy will play a part in all of that. Um, but, um, you know, you could just tell the media cannot get over this obsession that they have. You know, you talk about derangement syndrome. This is what they have. They cannot stand even looking at this man. Um, all right, let's get to our wait, calls. Wait, 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 wait. I just what? want to play one thing. What? Just one thing. I take requests. Go ahead. I still like that. Like it, as much as no, I like it, was, it, it was, was one of the more surreal moments in my in my career. Somebody would call up Sean Hannity. Thank you, no, oh. Mr. President. You know, so wise words were said, and Jake Tapper over there talking about the truth. I mean, he wouldn't know truth if it's punched him in the face. Every the one of them got caught up in the Russia hoax and the Russia lie. None of them want to report what we've been reporting about James Comer. Uh, the Biden family syndicate. They don't. They Which ignored just shows it. you the bias. Well, well, they cared more about George Santos, a no a name, you know, freshman congressman that everybody knows is a liar and is not going to get reelected. He's been indicted, but they don't care about James Comer's investigative report into the Biden family syndicate. I tell and you money's what, coming from foreign countries. And to the, your credit. Yeah, you covered both. I did. And that's the difference between fake news and real news. Sad part is that Santos is, is my congressman. How did I get stuck Listen, with him? My man called me a thousand times when he was running. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. There's just something yeah. off. No, thank you. Uh, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do. Uh, let's say hi. Is it Zion in Maine? Zion, how are you? Glad you called. Uh, yes, I'm great. Uh, hope you're having a good day. So I was calling to talk about how, uh, you, you look through the media, the legacy media. I, you know, look everywhere for my media so I can be informed. And all I see, is Trump, 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 Trump. There's nothing about um, this new testimony about the Biden crime family syndicate. And don't you think it's a bit strange, a bit more than a coincidence that uh, Santos was arrested the same day? It's to bury a story. We all know what it's about. Well, it's interesting because they've had Hunter's Bi- Hunter Biden's laptop since December of 2019. Uh, yet they've been investigating George Santos for months. So you got to explain to me how it just so happened to come out the exact day that uh, James Comer uh, releases this interim report. And this is only the beginning. You know, there there are going to be many more LLCs, is my prediction, and and James Comer's prediction. And there's going to be a lot more money. And what did they do for the money? What was expected in return for the money? Uh, what did Joe know? When did he know it? Did he profit from all of this? 
Uh, whether they like it or not, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Well, just like Jim Jordan in the Judiciary Committee is going to get to the bottom of whether our DOJ is weaponized and our uh, uh, FBI is politicized. Anyway, appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, Caesar in Washington State. How are you? I'm doing great, Sean. How are you? I'm good. Glad you called, sir. So uh, is it time for a special counsel to be appointed uh, for Mr. Joe Sleepy Creepy Joe Biden? Yes, I think we're way past that time. I do. But I don't think Merrick Garland will ever do it. Merrick, you know, it's interesting. Look at the letter from Grassley and from James Comer. And what were they asking in that letter? They say that according to a credible whistleblower, that this letter, which, by the way, is not classified, shows... It gives evidence of specific actions taken by Joe Biden in exchange for money for him, his son and one of his business partners. You would think that the FBI and the DOJ would be willing to share that information, but they're not. Now, why not is the question. However, they didn't deny that the document exists. That I found interesting. You were kind of breaking up on me. I think we're losing you. Um, The free state of Florida, Gary Neck, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Gary? How are you? Uh, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Uh, my, my question is, why do you think that Congress has not subpoenaed Devin Archer and his business associates? That's a great question. I would imagine in time that that is going to happen. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. But remember, even though you are subpoenaed, um, now if you don't show up, you can find yourself in a position like Steve Bannon, although that never happened to Lois Lerner uh, or Eric Holder. And... Uh, and yet they went after Steve Bannon um, or you can anybody can show up before the committee and just plead the fifth and you can sit there all day. I I assert my Fifth Amendment right, blah, blah, blah. You can do that, too. Huh. So just because you get subpoenaed doesn't mean you're going to talk. Yeah, I was just thinking because uh, Devin Archer's got his back against the wall right now. I yeah. think it'd be a, a good time to get a hold of him again, you know. Listen, I think what Comer did and we spoke to him earlier um what Comer did yesterday is point out that the what we expect to be the indictments against Hunter Biden only touched the surface and they've not gotten to the bottom line of all of this. And they're hoping that they'll go for the low hanging fruit and that'll satiate and satisfy those people that know that this this family syndicate did a lot of things that were against the law. That's what they're hoping for. The problem is, is now Congress is in control of the Republicans. Now, I'm going to take a minute to divert our attention and remind everybody again, and I will do this often because it's that important. Republicans have got to rethink how they view elections. If you are reluctant and resistant to early voting and voting by mail, get over it. Because that's the otherwise you're going to start out Election Day down hundreds of thousands of votes. And that's a lot of votes to catch up. Issue number two, uh, we should have Republicans in every key swing state. Uh, they should follow the legal ballot harvesting that the Democrats have now mastered. And the, if anything, they should outperform the Democrats. So far, I've not seen any efforts by any organization or the RNC to pick up what is a deficient, a glaring deficiency in their approach towards elections. They need to do that. Um, but with that, I have to say goodbye. All 
right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Congressman Byron Donalds will join us. Kellyanne Conway, Tommy Laren, Sarah Carter at the border, uh, Congressman Chip Roy, Congressman Ronnie Jackson, Vivek Ramaswamy will join us, and Dagan McDowell and Jimmy Fela. audience show. If you want tickets, Hannity.com, absolutely free. You can sign up. Uh, we'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans. who's was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.